Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Welcome, everyone, to Project Management Office Hours. We're the number one live project management radio show in the U.S., and we're broadcasting to you from the Phoenix Business Radio X studios in Tempe, Arizona. I'm your host, PMO Joe, and for the next hour, we're going to be talking project management. Before we jump into the show, I just wanted to uh, share with everybody, last night we had our monthly SIM dinner meeting. SIM is the Society of Information Managers. It's a national organization of IT leaders with chapters throughout the U.S. And the topic last night was project management related, uh, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. We had several uh, SIM chapter members telling stories of project successes and failures so thank you to Brett Wingert, T.J. Way, Derek Brownell, Marcia Strom, Margaret Mitchell, and to myself, I shared my, the failure of my first PMO for taking time and sharing. And I think also important for our project management community to know to get outside of our comfort zone. We often go to our project management events and we're preaching to the choir. We already know how great we are. But when you can attend uh, industry events uh, like IT Leadership is so dependent on project management and go share those successes, it broadens our reach as an industry and helps us uh, as a profession, I think. Uh, So take the time, find those events, go out there, don't be afraid, and go share those stories. So let's jump into the show. Very excited today to have three guests with us, Jenny Smolnick, Deborah, and Corey Hildebrand. Welcome, everybody. Thank you. Thanks. Jenny, if you could take a moment, just uh, share with our listeners a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, My name is Jenny Smolnick. I am a certified PMP for about the last seven and a half years, but I got there very indirectly. Uh, I've been working at ASU for about 12 years now. Had the opportunity to delve into project management through a variety of different positions, but I'm currently working as Uh, a debt compliance manager at ASU, and also the president of the ASU PM Network, uh, where we try to help staff and faculty across ASU to uh, come together, to network, to have new learning opportunities, and to find connections and be able to, you know, find those tools that are going to work for them in their projects. That's awesome. And obviously, we're going to dig into all of those things you just talked about here coming up. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us. And Deborah. Hi, I'm Deborah Hildebrand, and uh, I came into project management just like Jenny did, <laughs> not really uh, as something that I went after, sort of had to get my PMP as a consultant. My background is in management consulting, so um, clients started asking for that, and so I did that. Uh, but then I started specializing in project management, and now I teach it at uh, University of Washington and Stanford University. Um, I still do management consulting, build PMOs, things like that. And I am on the board of VPMMA, Veteran Project Manager Mentor Alliance, um, and I'm here to talk about what we're doing there. Awesome. And you've been a uh, prior guest and now also a <laughs> show sponsor here. Have your yes. own show on Business Radio X. Yes, very true. And Corey, welcome. Hi, Corey Hildebrand. Uh, I currently uh, am a director in the cybersecurity space, and I've been in cybersecurity for about 25 years, IT overall for about 25 years, um, ran some good projects, ran some really not so good projects in my <laughs> in my career. Um, it's a refreshing time when you get a good project and a good project manager and good leadership around projects and understanding how to run a project successfully in business is is a rare talent that you don't find very often and the the ability to deliver is all dependent on on the quality of your project management so um, I'm a firm believer in in the work that my pms and other pms do but I'm I don't think there's enough quality. So I'm really glad that you're doing what you're doing, Joe, to, to bring this forward. And also I'm a board member of VPMMA, and we're here to talk a little bit about our golf tournament later on. Yeah. And we worked together with Sim yes. a while back. And actually about two years ago, you said, hey, you should meet my wife. She's into project management as well. Yeah. And the, here we the, are. the ball rolls yeah, forward two is. years, and we're all working on something amazing. 
So really looking forward to this show. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think the theme for today, if I could wrap up all of what we're going to talk about into a theme, is how project management can make a difference in our community, whether it's at educational uh, institutions such as ASU, one of the biggest universities in the world, or through a nonprofit like VPMMA. We as project management leaders can influence our communities, and I think we're going to dig into a lot of that today, and hopefully everybody enjoys what we're going to chat about. So first thing up for Jenny is just digging a little bit more on this ASU PM network. Uh, I first learned about that from Warwick Pond, mm-hmm. who was a, a prior guest on the show a couple of years back, and and I was really intrigued because uh, it's not PMI, right? It's it's something right. within ASU itself. Yeah, um, and the PM network at ASU started about six years ago. Um, I heard about it through some other project management professionals that were within our organization, you have different camps of project management within ASU, you know, different teams, different departments, but they're not necessarily centralized like you may have in some organizations. We have definitely some silos that we have to work through. But you had PMs from different departments and PM managers who were trying to make sure that we had some connection across campus because, like you said, ASU is a big community. And so in getting started with that, they were trying to uh, have local training sessions. Um, ASU has been registered an REP uh, with PMI. And so we wanted to provide PDU training for people on campus who already had their PMP certifications. But also there were people from all over ASU who uh, were looking for career development opportunities. And project management is one of those areas where you can kind of delve in without having a, a degree to back it up. Um, and it offers a lot of, of leadership opportunities and uh, new learning experiences and a toolkit that I think is really valuable in just about any area of work, even if you're not doing project management. Being able to work together as a team is something that everybody needs to know how to do. And so um, the PM Network offers monthly communications. Um, We build out our own training curriculum, and uh, we try to offer networking events and really just an opportunity for anyone to reach out if they're interested in project management and say, how did you get here? What was your path to becoming a PMP? Do you find value in it? What are the tools you use? And so, you know, we just, we communicate with each other. How many members do you have in the network? We have about 400 members, and, you know, people come and go um, as they're coming in and out of ASU or or moving into different roles. So we try to be relevant for whoever needs us. And, and Deb, you had mentioned two universities that you're working with. Mm -hmm. Is anything similar that you're aware of at either of those places, or is this maybe something special that ASU is putting together? Uh, no, I've never heard of something like this. And, and I'm actually, I, that's a great model for what you guys are doing. And um, it would be fabulous if it, you know, we could get that out there to more universities because project management, I mean, Joe and I've talked about this so much, uh, you know, it's so diverse in different, like you were saying, pockets mm-hmm. of even, you know, just your university and even an organization. And Corey can probably talk about this, how, how, I will do project management differently in marketing than I'll do in like operations or, and um, not that we want to have it totally standardized where we're directing exactly how everybody does it, but a little bit of standardization and education in the same language would be fabulous in a university setting. Yeah. I think it would, it would save a lot of reinventing the wheel for people. So uh, I love what you're doing. It's a great model. Thanks. And what I'm super excited about as well is the Phoenix area is I just, we haven't had a good project management symposium or an event where we as a community come together and put on an event to bring in people to share experiences. And, and what is ASU doing coming up in April? So on April 20th, we're going to be holding our first ASU project management summit. And while The PM Network has focused a lot on working with the internal to ASU community and giving them the resources they need. We really want to be able to partner with external organizations, with PMOs in just about any Phoenix uh, industry that you can think of, and say, what are your experiences? Come and share them with us um, and have a lot of that social engagement piece that we haven't had before. 
the reason I'm super excited with it is VPMMA is is partnering with your organization with ASUPM yeah. Network. Uh, so on the 20th, is, which is a Monday, is the ASUPM Summit. On the 19th will be the VPMMA inaugural golf tournament. And then on the 18th is Pat's Run, yeah. which, of course, is the Pat Tillman Foundation, the annual fundraiser. So for those in the local Phoenix area that want to support veteran services and project management, a fun-filled weekend, right? Go out and run 4.2 miles with Pat's Run, come play golf with VPMMA, and then go get some learning with ASU. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. So speaking about the golf event, Corey, what, uh, tell us a little bit about this VPMMA organization. <laughs> so uh, VPMMA uh, is a wonderful veterans organization that offers um, retiring or leaving the military veterans with an opportunity to learn project management, um, get mentored by someone in business, and then grow their project management skills to get to the to a point where they're marketable in the um, in the business community. So my passion have for years has been for veterans organizations. I am a disabled veteran. Um, I was in um, Desert Storm in tanks, and I struggled for quite a few years um, battling with different issues related to veterans. I managed to pull myself up with a lot of help from a lot of people like Joe and different organizations. And my passion now is to give back every possible second of time I can to support veterans and things that they do. So um, I don't have a lot of time. So the the places I I can afford to spend my time, um, I really am passionate about. So Joe's organization with the help of Deborah and and VPMMA in general um, is something I truly believe in. And I think the golf tournament is going to be a wonderful opportunity, a day to just kind of relax, kick your feet back and have a really good day of golf at Legacy. Um, Great weather and uh, a lot of good activities. So we're pretty excited. Yeah, thanks. And, you know, VPMMA, for those who are regular listeners in the show, this isn't the first time we've talked about it. Uh, but we started that over two years ago. We've had over 300 participants through the program already. And we officially now are 501c3 with our federal designation that came through this year. So we wanted to take that nonprofit status and now scale the organization. And the way we can do that is through events like this golf event to be able to get fundraising. Deborah has been really our point person on this. Uh, Deborah, what's, what's it been like to be an inaugural golf event leader? Or an inaugural golf event. Oh, leader. Yes, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, yeah, it's my first time too. <laughs> so it, it is my first time running a golf tournament. Uh, and it's been a learning experience, but also very, very rewarding and fun. Uh, we've got some motivated people at VPMMA that are um, really hustling and, and getting stuff done. We've signed up quite a few sponsors in the past month, um, and so that's been really great to see the local community, the local business community come out and support us. It's been a roller coaster ride for sure, um, but it's it's a worthy cause, and I hope that you know uh, I hope that you know we we can do a lot for the veterans that day and make um, and you know get get people out there get um, get some awareness about what we're doing. Yeah. And, and you mentioned sponsors, and Jenny, I know um, ASUPM Network Summit, right, is mm-hmm. looking for sponsorships as well. If you want well, to yeah. share more about the, the summit and all the details going on with that. Yeah, so it is going to be an all-day event from about 9 to 4. And we're hoping uh, to have a, a really great lineup of speakers. We already have two speakers lined up that we're very excited about, Ruth Pierce and Andy Jordan. I know they have both been guests on your show before, and so... Uh, we were excited to make that connection and to have them come and and speak to uh, our event. Um, both of them are going to be keynote speakers, and I know that Ruth, who works with strengths-based project management training, uh, has some exciting opportunities that she's looking at doing. Very interactive uh, approach to uh, the way that she's going to talk with everyone, as well as potentially some uh, one-on-one business coaching. Aside from that, uh, we are gathering a group of speakers that uh, are going to be pulling from a lot of different industries and um, uh, businesses across the valley, and uh, we'll be having some breakout sessions, so people will be able to join those sessions that kind of speak to their own interest. 
And the event's not just for ASU faculty and staff, oh, right? It's for all. everybody in Phoenix business community as well, correct? Yeah, absolutely. We're uh, going to be inviting as many as we can, trying to get the word out to the ASU community initially, but then um, reaching out to local businesses. And being here on the show with you is a part of trying to get that word mm-hmm. out. Uh, and we're excited to partner with VPMMA as well, um, bring in people from your community to see what benefit we can all share with each other. And I think uh, interesting because I'm on the organizing committee for this. So I, I, yeah. some of the questions are leading questions because I know the answer. <laughs> of course. Uh, but what I thought was great is ASU now has a project management degree program, right? Yeah. So the uh, leader of that program is on the committee as well. So it's super exciting mm-hmm. to see ASU embracing project management, not just in a PM professional setting, but also in an academic setting to provide a degree. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The degree program is in organizational leadership with a focus in project management, but I know that they're also going to be developing a master's program in project management as well. So there's a lot of growth in that area. And uh, Dr. Jennifer Chandler, who uh, helps to lead in that school, is very informed, has a lot of great experience, and I'm hoping, I think that she will probably be on one of our panels, our mentoring panels that we are uh, doing as part of that event. And I think the the call from part of that discussion as well is to leaders in the Phoenix business community, you had mentioned if you're a PMO leader or running a project management department and want to share your story at your organization. Yeah, your experience, what has worked on your projects, what has fallen flat on your projects, uh, the tools that you're using, the ways that you interact with people that do or don't work. That depth of experience is really what we're looking for people to share um, because aside from you know, trying to market tools that may work for people, um, the experience you, you get in the depths of project management are really some of the best things that you can share with people. And that networking piece, again, pulling in people from outside of ASU is something that we are trying to do more now. Now, you mentioned just in passing, right, this concept of uh, the project management as a big tent. Yeah. What, is, what, what does that mean? Well, um, I think it brings in people from all areas. I mean, you need project management in a lot of different dif- disciplines. And definitely at ASU, you have people studying in all types of disciplines, uh, from the humanities to technology, engineering, uh, you name it. I was in cost accounting for six years, and that's when I got my PMP because I had a large-scale project in accounting where I needed that kind of experience to bring people together. And so I don't think it matters what area you've studied in or what area you're working in. Project management has tools that are valuable to anybody. And so, um, you know, that's one of the reasons that we have the PM Network is to bring in people from different disciplines. You know, not to say that you can only practice project management if you're in IT or that you have to practice your own special kind of project management. Um, but the lessons learned that they have to bear in all of those areas are very, are valuable to anyone who wants to listen. And I'll just add to that. Um, I think it's when I started embracing project management, it, organizing your life and organizing your family and organizing a, a very busy schedule for for anything you do in life, you can use those skills forever. And that's, I think the Big Ten is a great, great uh, moniker for, to say, anybody and everyone can use the skills. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they can use them every day of their life. Mm-hmm. And what we're finding through our work with the veterans and VPMMA is so many military um, service members are being trained in project management skills while serving. Yeah. They may not be calling it specifically the same things in the civilian world, but Corey, I'm sure, you know, when you were in your tanks and involved in your missions, right, you were dealing with objectives and requirements and mission requirements to go achieve things. And it was very relatable to project management. Yeah. And sometimes the outcomes were a little different than they are in business. But um, I, <laughs> I think um, I think that it's everything you do in the military – especially as you grow a little bit in, in rank in the military, is all about understanding resources, understanding the time to complete, understanding what your objectives are, 
understanding where the blockers in, in, in delivering something may be and understanding how to go through or around whatever blockers get in your way. And I think it's everything from cleaning the squad bay to planning a battle, everything, you have to have a set methodology to know. So everyone around you knows the objectives. They know where they're marching to, what they're trying to get to, and what tools they have in order to get where they're going. So I would say everything you do in the military is um, is project-based. From the time you get up in the morning to go to PT, to make it to chow, to make it to, to work on time, you know, everything is so um, kind of regimented but it's, it's done for a reason. So. Yeah, and not just the structure of how you're putting things together, but I think project management has a big focus on the communication tools oh. and mm-hmm. being able to engage your team and engage stakeholders. Uh, those pieces that people may not necessarily learn about in another type of schooling or another program, right. um, but you do need them every day. Yeah, and, and you need to make the – when you make a communication plan, you need to know who needs to know, not who should know or who wants to know. Um, you, you put together a plan for communications that that makes makes sense. It's not just communicate, communicate, communicate. It's the right communication, mm-hmm. and you learn that with project management with skills. You don't think about it when you're in the military that it's what you're doing, but right. the minute you get out and you run – you start looking at a project and you look at it, a large project, you quickly realize – all of the skills that are there. And that's why I think VPMA has such a lot to offer. Just turning those military terms into business-relatable terms is is tremendously value, valuable because you get out of the military and you're like, what do I, am I going to go to work for Chrysler and drive a tank? What, mm-hmm. what, what do I do yeah. when I get out of the military? And um, something that translates is, is what uh, brings a lot of value to people. And you and I talked about this last time I was on here, Joe, that, uh, you know, my best students were veterans, uh, military veterans in project management because they understood it. They didn't have the same language, but they understood the concepts and um, they were way far ahead of all the other students. And they were actually, you know, they would lead the charge and and help all the other students with the with um, the assignments and the concepts. So, I mean, they understood all of it. They just didn't have the same language, which is how VPMMA is helping um, the veterans coming out and the service members. Yeah, I know early in my career, I was running software development projects and finance-based projects. And then I was um, moved into work at Bell Helicopter. And Corey, you talk about different outcomes, right? We were working on projects that, you know, when you press the button on the helicopter to protect the guys on the ground who are in the tanks, the the rocket better fire. And if it doesn't, the outcome is unthinkable. Right. Mm -hmm. So all of the service members who are working in that environment are used to stress, are used to high pressure and high leverage situations, are used to working in life and death situations. Mm -hmm. And then coming to the civilian world is actually kind of easy for them. I work work in a fintech, financial services industry, and people look at me sometimes and goes, how do you keep it together with your workload? And my response is, I know I'm waking up tomorrow and going to work. And there are times in my mm-hmm. life when I haven't had that assurance. It changes your life about understanding and, and coping with stress when you're mil- in the military. But you're so dead on. It's, it's, it's easier to take in things, let things go, in my opinion, because you've seen what not getting something done really means. It's okay to miss a deadline once in a while as long as you don't miss the same deadline the same way this, the next time. As long as you know about it ahead of time and can pivot and do, do certain things. As long as you learn from all your mistakes in business, you grow. And that's not always the case in the military. So that's why you know we, we're strong advocates for if, if you're going to bring in a project manager and, and you've got two resumes in front of you and one's a veteran and one's not and they've got equal experience, we're not trying to give handouts. But our experience is the veteran is going to be a better choice. Mm. And that's why VPMMA is around. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go back a little bit to uh, ASU again, Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm really intrigued by all the stuff that you guys are doing. And again, we've had work on before. So it's it's just an amazing university and the fact that you guys are giving back so much to the community. Mm -hmm. What is the kind of the community outreach efforts from the PM network? whether it's the upcoming summit or not, but just in general, how is ASU PM Network involved with community outreach? So this is, 
an adventure for us. Um, and I'm kind of humbled to be representing ASU in this. Um, but the PM Network is an all-volunteer group. We don't have financial support as a department at ASU. So the offerings that we have had available uh, have been strictly internal up to this point because we didn't have the resources really to, to go out and try to offer that just ourselves. Um, but the partnership with VPMMA is an opportunity for us to now hold hands with <laughs> someone else in the Valley and say, okay, help us because we don't necessarily have the resources to do this ourselves. But, you know, again, I think it, it is just uh, our wanting to say that within ASU, we don't have all the answers. And we're all coming from from different areas and moving in different directions. And so there's a lot of value for us in being able to say, can you be a community partner with us and help us to learn a little bit better what has been working for you in your projects? So, I, I mean, that's the general feel around it, but this is a very new endeavor for us. Yeah. Well, and, and also what's been great, uh, and I'm not even sure if you're aware of this, right, but after Warwick was on the show with us, uh, he has offered up uh, free seats to VPMMA members to get PM and Agile training from ASU. Oh, yeah. So just things like that, showing that ASU, of course, is if you live in Phoenix, you know how involved ASU is in the community. But another example of within project management specifically, right, how you can make a difference within the community. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to, you're not a, right today, you shared, you're not a project manager today, right? In my new position, I definitely am not. And I have worked through a few different um, career opportunities at ASU. I, it's been an evolution for sure. Uh, but the area I'm working in now really doesn't have a need for project management. So I'm doing this with the PM Network because I have had a great opportunity with them, a lot of learning experiences, leadership training, and an ability to enhance and develop and expand my network that I wouldn't have had anywhere else. So it's an opportunity for me to give that back to the community too. And how has project management helped you in this ro- in your non-PM roles, right? Because having those experiences and certification, has that been beneficial? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the toolkit itself, the templates that you use, like Corey was talking about, the communication tools and, and planning that you need to do in order to organize your projects or um, organize events that you're putting on uh, are ubiquitous. There's something that I think anybody can benefit from. Um, and so, again, the accounting piece that I'm working on right now doesn't necessarily need that. But, but you know, I have the go-ahead to work with the PM Network because it's a chance for me to continue my outreach and and build relationships across ASU that are beneficial across mm-hmm. projects, outside of projects. And Corey, for you, right, you've talked a little bit about um, some successes and failures in the project space over the years, and you're not a dedicated project manager either. No. But in your role, this is what I, I try to always get across on the show, and you've both talked to it, is you don't have to be a project manager to benefit from the skills of project management. Agreed. I could never be a, a good project manager in my in my own opinion because I'm too passionate sometimes about about an outcome or about a deliverable or about I love the I love when you run in a project and a successful project when a project manager can walk into you and say stop it's okay if we miss this one the big picture is this don't worry about the minutia here get us to this goal and I'll get you where you need to be. We may not follow exactly what the plan says right now. I'll modify it and I'll get you where you need to go. There is so much value in projects when you have that kind of leadership from a, from a PM. When you don't, they try to take on the process or the thought process of the leader that may be sponsoring the project and try to be too sometimes – too invested in, in necessarily the outcome rather than the process, I think you lose focus a little bit on on the the final product. So the the good and the bad in, in that I've experienced is I've I've seen 
I've seen projects that were supposed to be done in four months, be closed down 16 months later, and the cost of the business was almost $100 million. And I've seen projects that moved an active data center that about 40,000 people used, not including um, customer clients, in an active data center, ran over 20 miles of fiber in a data center, active and never miss a beat, never have a second of downtime over about 10 months. So, um, and the, and I, you look back on it, it's not money, it's not necessarily, it, it's support, but without without the PM community that can come together and, those, and, and do it right, the success of the project was, was, was the PM support that we had. Corey, I find it interesting that you say that you are not necessarily the best kind of project manager. I mean, I, I say that about myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that there are probably plenty of people within project management who get into it without seeing themselves as leaders or without seeing themselves as leading in the right way a lot of the time. I'm very naturally introverted. Right. And so the communications piece and trying to stay on top of deliverables and and work packages across teams is, is a stress point for me. And, and I agree 100% with that, with that statement. I go back to the fact that the best project managers, I believe, are are not the overt leaders. They're, sometimes they can be, but they're the people that know how to not manipulate, but manage people and manage resources and manage time. So you don't have to necessarily be the loudest person in the room. Your voice just has to matter when people when people need to be when, when something needs to be done. And for me, it's it's easier to step back and let a PM kind of manage the 26 different things that are going on without having to have a special meeting to do it. It it's it, when things just get done, you know your PM is doing all the right things without having to be the loudest person in the room and say, go do it because we have a timeline set up. So it's it's hard for me to explain the value that you get from someone that is confident mm-hmm. and knows that if I let them, they will deliver. And that's a hard, sometimes a hard place to be in when you're sponsoring a project or something like that. So, and and I love all of everything you both were saying. And this all comes down to training and mentoring, right? So we have to get our project managers there by using people who have done it and who are good at it and can mentor and train um, our new project managers that are coming in. I mean, anybody can learn how to put a schedule together or put a budget together. Um, but these kind of skills that Corey's talking about have to come from mentoring and, and good education, like ASU coming up with the master's, which yeah. is fabulous. Um, I've worked at, I've taught for a master's program in project management, and it was basically like one of only five universities that were doing it. So I'm happy that more universities are doing that because I think the people skills, the stakeholder management skills are, are huge and they're not, they're not really taught a lot. Um, it's it's so easy to just teach the toolbox, right? And not the, like the technical skills, but I not Deb, the people uh, skills. Sorry, I see Deb going for another master's is what I <laughs> No, I'm not diluting my MBA. I've told you that a million times. <laughs> well, I, I think what everybody's talking about really is leadership, mm-hmm. right? And there isn't a formula that uh, spits out a leader at the end of it. So you can be a servant leader, you can be a coach leader, you can be a demonstrative leader. Mm-hmm. There's different types of leaders. But I think, Corey, what you were talking to is influence and motivation, right? How can you uh, motivate a team and influence stakeholders to get outcomes you want without carrying the big stick? Mm-hmm. And what I, we found over time is those usually are the best project managers, right? To, 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 yes, that's exactly what, what I'm – If if the team that's working under a PM never has to escalate to me, the job is really getting done well. If they think that I'm going to, you know, if, if I'm going to have an impact on the project mm-hmm. so they can come to me and go around what they should be doing, then we may have to have some discussions about why they're doing that. But 
the the perfect project in my opinion is we set a plan with the with the PM and the group that's that's leading the project and no one has to go outside of the bounds to kind of I don't want to go do this or I don't want to go do that or she's making me or he's making me do this it's all well orchestrated and managed without a lot of noise mm -hmm. and I think those are tremendously valuable to the organization and you say not many programs bring out a I, I would argue that almost all military people and come out with a certain set of leadership mm -hmm. skills. They can be multiple different leader types of, of leaders, like you said, but I think some, a lot of the leadership skills, it's one of the few places where you can go for four years and actually come out with knowing, at least seeing good, bad leaders. You're directly at the age of 18. Sometimes, you know, be put in leadership positions and work with really good leaders and really bad leaders and learn a lot from that experience. And yeah. learn how to be on a team. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another skill. <laughs> yeah. And in the civilian world, of course, at 18, we're not putting uh, kids, we'll call them, in the civilian world in charge of things. And heck, some of them aren't even ready to go to college yet. Mm -hmm. um, Craig Jones and Tara Thrash were on a few shows back, uh, both veterans, and actually Tara is also active duty still as well, but they were talking about their same experiences going in at 18 years old and being put in charge of a 50-person operation, and you were just doing your SATs a couple of weeks back, right? <laughs> I mean, how do you make that leap? Uh, but that's what the military is actually training leaders, to your point. I also want to go back and uh, Corey, you had given two examples of a project that succeeded and a project that failed. And if we look at the stats we see each year from PMI, we're only, on average, it's 55% success rate for projects. Mm -hmm. So this is where project management can make a difference. And the Pulse of the Profession 2020 results just came in, uh, and PMI released that 11.4% of project investment is wasted. So think if that was a manufacturing facility and if you had 11.4% waste in your facility mm -hmm. or your production support organizations, how much investment would be made to fix that, right? Companies would find 1% and 2% improvements and want to make a killing with that. Yet with project management, it's we, just expected. we <laughs> accept a coin flip, hope it works, and then if we waste something, we waste something. We'll complain about it. And this is where you know, shameless plug, uh, companies <laughs> like the PMO squad, right? That's what we do, right? I've been in that situation of where we help organizations fix that and turn that coin flip into a more predictable 80, 90% success rate. And now you've got immediate competitive advantage because you're delivering better than your competition. And, and I would argue with the, with the, with agile methodology coming into place, I don't necessarily think that that waste has gone away. People say fail faster, fail quicker. Um, a lot of times, in my experience, it's sometimes used as a reason to not deliver, and the waste is still is still available. Mm -hmm. So, any way that your group, any groups, can come up with a good kind of toolkit for mm -hmm. business to say. You know, this is where 3.2% of your your project management waste is coming from and 1.4% here. If there's a way to really get that um, tangible evidence, it'd, it'd be some some real value. And I know that you do it, so we'll talk more. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get back to uh, dollars. And uh, Deborah, you had mentioned sponsors before, but we didn't actually talk about, let's acknowledge some of the sponsors that are supporting VPMMA and this golf tournament so far. Oh my gosh, there's so many. But um, yes, we'd like to thank our sponsors. We love our sponsors. Uh, we have uh, now Cisco. We've got Staples. We've got Hexaware. We have LendSmart Mortgage just signed up. We have lots of local businesses that have donated merchandise like the Phoenician and Scottsdale Gun Club, C2 Tactical. You help me out here, Joe. You're getting yeah. all the... He's having Christmas in February. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the, they're all sending stuff to my house. That's great. So uh, Fifth Estate Tattoo. Right. Rubio's. Mm -hmm. uh, the Verde Canyon Railroad. Railroad. Yes. Uh, and and we're only really a couple couple weeks in. Uh, yeah. Oh, Downtown wine, Wines. Downtime Wines. Uh, Desert Botanical Gardens. Mm -hmm. uh, so for those listening... This is your opportunity to jump in and be able to sponsor a veterans organization. This is our primary fundraiser for the year. All of the proceeds are uh, going back into VPMMA. 
It's an all-volunteer organization, so mm-hmm. there are no salaries being paid. We're looking at uh, potential scholarships next year for organizations like an ASU that's going to offer a degree program in project management that we can then send veterans off to and cover some of that cost. That's great. So those are the – that's how we're making a difference, right, with VPMMA. It's not just the translation of the skills, which is so important, right, to understand the MOS equals what, right? We want to help veterans, and this is the opportunity for all of those organizations. Thank you to our sponsors, but the ones that are thinking about it, should I or shouldn't I? You know, we've got sponsorship packages as low as $100. Right. We do. Um, And that $100 will get your company name on a golf cart that's going to drive Mm -hmm. around the course, and all the golfers, up to 144 golfers we're going to have that day, uh, is going to be great exposure. And then I think that what I'm – I'm not a golfer, so it's like, well, it's a golf event, whatever. <laughs> but I, there's this, we're having a silent auction afterwards. And to me, that's where, you know, there's going to be some great opportunity for those if uh, you want to participate in the silent auction to be able to, to donate money mm-hmm. via merchandise to be able to give back as well. Uh, so you don't need to be a golfer. It's a scramble event, right? Essentially a best ball uh, play. So you get into your foursome, and if you don't really know where it's going to go after you hit it, that's okay because we'll pair you up with somebody that knows where it's going. <laughs> somebody like me. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to have a lot of fun with it. I mean, just come on out, support veterans, and uh, if you're a sponsor, we'd love to have your support here in the community. Something that I really admire about VPMMA as a volunteer organization is that it's a community of people looking to give back to veterans. And I think that that is something that we have in common with the ASUPM network. Again, it's volunteer. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not getting paid. Mm Any time that we take off, we may have to take leave from our schedules even, but um, it's in an effort to give back where ASU has invested in us. And I think that's what makes it really meaningful and engaging for the people who are doing it. And the... um the ASU link for registration is kind of a long URL. So yeah. we will have <laughs> out on the show page that URL will be listed there. Mm-hmm. Is there an easy path, though, to be able to find that somehow? Is like going out to an ASU website somehow, can they, will there be a path to get there? If you were to do a web search for ASU PM Summit, it'll come up. Okay. So, Perfect. That's probably the easiest way to get there. And and we're cross-branded on this. So also from that ASU page, you can register to the VPMMA golf event. Mm-hmm. And on our VPMMA page, we have the link back to the ASU PM Summit to register for that as well. Um, and then the PM Summit is $50, right, which is an amazing price for a full-day summit. Right. Lunch is included. We'll be offering, I think, eight PDUs for anyone who is certified. So that's... That goes a long way toward renewing your certificate. Um, Yeah, it's a good deal. And and this is on campus? Where where is this going to take place? It'll be on ASU campus at the Memorial Union, which is right in the middle of the Tempe campus. So we have good space there. (laughs) Plenty of room for lots of people. The other part that I love about the PM Summit is it isn't just a theory conference, right? Right. The goal is for all the speakers to bring practical application – and interactive sessions, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, I think we're all kind of tired of the talking heads type of vibe. Uh, and so we really want people to come and give their experience and their what has really fallen apart for them in their projects and what has really helped them to dig their way out of that. Um, so the real life successes and failures are what we are looking for because that is where people tend to grow the most. And as you mentioned, uh, Andy Jordan will be, I believe, the morning keynote speaker. Mm-hmm. Andy's coming in from Honduras. Uh, he's yeah. been a guest on the show, so I'm going to be uh, happy to actually meet him in person. So that's going to be fantastic. And then Ruth Pierce, our afternoon keynote, she's coming in from North Carolina. So we're going to yeah. be super uh, excited to meet with Ruth as well. We're very excited to have both of them. Yeah. What I want to do, one last kind of wrap up here for all of you is to give each of you a chance to cover anything that we haven't covered so far on the show today. And then also a way for our listeners to get in touch with you individually or with either of the events that are being put on. So, Jenny, we'll start with you. 
Oh, always start with me. That's <laughs> <laughs> you're a special guest, the, the of guinea course. pig. <laughs> um, so, because the PM Network is a volunteer organization, we move through different leaders. I'm uh, getting kind of close to the end of my term, um, and so we have uh, a new president that's going to be coming up in a few months after we have this summit. But for now, I am happy for anyone who wants to reach out and find out more about the event or about the PM Network itself. You can email pmnetwork at asu.edu to get through to me or to anyone else on our leadership team. But then, of course, you can always reach out to me personally. Um, My email address is jennifer.smolnick, which is not (laughs) easy to spell at ASU. But you can look me up. I'm on LinkedIn as well. And I believe the the full-on marketing campaign for the event is going to start next week uh, for the summit? Uh, the the full-on, I'm not sure exactly what that looks like. I'm partnering with Warwick Pond to, yeah. to do a lot of this marketing piece. He has more of the experience than I do personally. Um, but we're going to be, uh, yeah, building up the marketing quite a bit in the next week or two. And, and for those listening here in Phoenix, I'm 100% supporting this event regardless of the VPMMA. I think it is vitally important in the project management community here in Phoenix for all of us to rally together and learn from each other and make project management better. Uh, when I started the radio show, I guess it's going on like the third season. We're in the third season. It was educate, elevate, and execute was was my theme. And in Phoenix, I think if we can educate those around us in project management, it'll then elevate all of our performance, mm-hmm. and then we'll be able to execute better. So to see ASU put together a conference like this event, I think, is a fantastic opportunity for the business community yeah. to come together with a university setting and turn this into an annual event that's going to be a destination on everybody's go-tos for project management conferences. So really looking forward to this first one. Thank you for coming on, sharing about it, and uh, can't wait to see what the final result's going to look like. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, Corey, we'll we'll set over to you. Anything we haven't hit yet or how folks can get in touch with you and, and learn about VPMA and all those things? Yeah, the uh, you can reach out to me um, through LinkedIn. You can also reach out to us through the website. And, um, and if you send an email to events at vpmma.org, uh, we will – that comes to myself. And you can reach out to me that way. My personal email address is Corey J. Hildebrand. I'm not going to try to spell it, at Outlook.com. <laughs> Please reach out to me if you are a veteran, if you want to golf, if you just want someone to talk to, if you feel that uh, you need someone that's been there, done that. It's got a lot of ugly T-shirts. Um, if you <laughs> a, need, lot. a lot. A <laughs> lot. Um, if you need anything, I want every veteran out there that's listening to know that it's not just a slogan. I believe it, so call me. Email me, reach out, and uh, we'll do whatever we can to uh, make life a little bit better. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. It's great to have you on the board. Uh, and Deborah. Ah, okay. I don't think we even mentioned like the date of the oh, golf tournament. Well, so it yeah. is April 19th, 2020. Or maybe you did. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, he did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, the day before the summit. That's yeah. right. Okay, so April 19, 2020, it's a 7.30 a.m. shotgun. It's at the Legacy Golf Club in Phoenix on 32nd, so almost downtown next to ASU. Uh, and it's going to be a fun-filled day of golf. We have lots of challenges and prizes. Um, and, uh, and And mulligans. Yeah, mulligans. Yeah, we are offering mulligans. Uh, I think somebody's trying to put a max on the mulligans, but I don't know about that. We won't. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We're very excited. Um, So get on our website, which is www.thevpmma.org slash golf, and you can sign up there uh, to golf or to sponsor. Uh, And like Corey said, you can contact us, events at thevpmma.org. You can also find us on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram with uh, the VPMMA. And, and I don't think we did mention that we're also having a twenty five thousand dollar prize Ooh, for yes. a hole in one. Yeah, and we 
not that we expect, but I would hope <laughs> that at least half of that would come back to the VPMMA, but we'll see. Uh, You'd have to ask the winner that, Joe. I know. Well, it might be me. Who knows? Uh, and then also, I doubt it. Yeah, I agree. You said you don't golf. Yeah, I don't golf. Well, I'm going to just want to win it. That doesn't yeah. mean that yeah. he can't get the hole in yeah. one. Yeah, I'm just going to throw it and see if it'll go in. Uh, and then also a 60-foot putt challenge for, I think mm-hmm. it's 5,000. Five grand. Yeah. Uh-huh. And a Callaway golf club set um, hole-in-one uh, gift exact, or prize. Yes. So, yeah, so, it's yeah. it's not just uh, a opportunity to give back for veterans, right? I mean, there's some serious cash involved here. Where and you can, fun. You could get, if a little luck is on your side that day, you can walk away with some nice prizes and cash in your pocket. And, oh, uh, I forgot, one board member wanted me to say, any level is welcome. So, Joe... You're welcome to golf. You're a beginner. You don't, you know, you're not a golfer. Well, welcome was, to golf. I was on my high school golf team, but I've had four kids, so it's just been a long time since I golfed. Right? Have some so you are a golfer. Yeah. It's the uh, the the PMO squad is sponsoring one of the holes, so I'll be out there greeting, passing out drinks, you know, making sure everybody's having a good time. Fantastic. Perfect. We're really looking forward to it. Thank you. Well, thank you, uh, obviously, to all of you for joining me today and to our listeners. Uh, I also wanted to share that Project Management Office Hours has a brand new website this year. So feel free to go check that out, www.projectmanagementofficehours.com. It's a little long, but we've got some new uh, features out on that website. You have a li- Everyone has always asked, hey, who's on your upcoming shows? Well, you can see that now out on the website. We didn't have that before. Of course, you can... Listen to all of the recordings of these shows on your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, and more. Last time I checked, we were the number one project management podcast on iHeartRadio. And again, last year we were rated the number six project management podcast on the internet. So uh, all of that, thank you to our listeners. Of course, thank you to our sponsors, the PMO Squad. Uh, Visit them at the WP www.thepmosquad.com to learn more about their project management services, agile, hybrid, and traditional project management PMOs, training, and resources. That's it for now. Office hours are closed. Until next time, I'm PMO Joe, and you've been listening to Project Management Office Hours. (laughs) 